Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're doing 1986's Platoon, starring Charlie Sheen, directed by Oliver Stone. And we're also going to discuss uh, a few like movie torture scenes that uh, we just can't stand to watch. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, but before that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? I watched uh, a documentary about Roger Ebert called Life Itself. Nice. Yeah. It was um it was based on his his personal memoirs, um and he had uh, Steve James the the director he um he got access to Roger and his wife Chaz uh, for like the last six months of his life and um I don't know if you saw what Roger was like how what in what kind of shape, state he was in at that at that time but it was like most of his jaw had been removed um and he yeah, was communicating he, like kind of like Stephen Hawking he was pretty bad yeah yeah he was pretty bad off mm-hmm. but he still was writing his column he was still reviewing films still doing his blog um and still like cranking out as much material as ever and really Roger Ebert uh if I I was telling some I was telling uh my uh my wife um about you know like if it weren't for Pauline Kael and Andrew Saris, um Roger Ebert would be considered the absolute you know, the, I mean, he already is to me. I've, I've, I've written, I've read way more of his stuff than I have read of Pauline Kael or Andrew Saris or Vincent Canby, any of those critics. Yeah. Um, Roger Ebert is the one. He's the guy. Yeah. And you could argue even like he's like a celebrity critic. Oh, you yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. everyone, he's probably the only critic a lot of people have heard of. He's the only one that they could name you know, off the be, top of their be, head. Besides right. Siskel. Yep. You they know, they would say Gene Siskel or Roger yeah. Ebert. I know. Right. But uh, no, this guy generally knows what he's talking about he does you know? i mean he's he's uh he's a fantastic writer like, like oh yeah he can write you know um and then on top of that he is he was obsessed with the internet like we are mm-hmm. um and uh he was way out in front of technology you know for the most part and um and yeah like you said he he, he was so much of a celebrity that he became almost like a contemporary of filmmakers even mm-hmm. um like he was friends with martin scorsese you know, right, and wasn't he was even in a few movies, right? Like uh, as cameos, right? I, I, you know, I don't even know if I, I can't, I can't think that I, he was. I can't yeah. think of any off the top of my head, but I thought he was. Okay, maybe I I've mean, seen him. I, 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 I know, know he was. I mean, I know he wrote. He wrote one. He wrote one in particular that I know of. That was Beyond Valley of the Dolls. That was him and oh, Russ that's Meyer. Right. Yeah. yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, Russ Meyer directed it. So it was a good documentary. Oh, it was excellent, and it was one that had been you know sitting there for a while, and I I, I wanted to see it. And he was he was always like a a real inspiration to me, just because I mean I I literally have read. I, I don't I can't even tell you how many of his reviews I've read. Thousands of pages right. of of his stuff. So yeah. Yep. All right, good. Everybody check that documentary out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a film called Delirious. It's uh, from Tom DeCillo. He directed the movie I spoke about a few episodes back, Box of Moonlight, with yeah. Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. He has this great ability to create like uh, two characters who shouldn't be friends or involved with each other, but they are, and oh, they yeah. work out their own demons inadvertently by right. interacting with each other. Right. He's really good at writing this. Okay. And, um, this film is really good. It's got Steve Buscemi in it. Uh, he's a, a paparazzi who he's not a paparazzi. I'm a licensed professional. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, that, right, like, right, yeah. Right, yeah. And um, he meets Michael Pitt, who played Tommy Gnosis in the Hedwig movie. Sure. And he's a homeless guy who wants to be an actor. It's kind of a fairy tale in a way. Okay. He ends up working for Steve Buscemi for free, helping him out, doing photos, and falls in love with the girl whose name is... Um, karma it's like supposed to be like kesha i guess okay but, yeah. uh, 
they end up falling for each other and all this crap happens <laughs> and Steve Buscemi has father issues and um, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything for the movie because I think it's a pretty good movie and sure. I, I would recommend everyone watch this. It's really funny and um, it's really smart. So okay. everybody check this out. Tom DeChillo's a guy to watch, man. Sure. And I mean, I guess Steve Buscemi and Michael Pitt reuniting from Boardwalk Empire. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's yep. cool. Good combo. Mm-hmm. So now let's get into our topic, which is what torture scenes do you not want to torture your soul by watching on television <laughs> yes. or a TV yeah. on your TV? So, yeah. Dave, what, 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 you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, the, 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 the one that I remember that, I, that, that was kind of like, uh, made me turn away was when I saw the movie Hard Candy. Okay. Um, Is that Ellen Page yeah, in that one? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ellen Page and... She, you know, like, long story short, she has, like, gotten, she, she's captured Patrick Wilson and is uh, about to castrate him. And she is, she's got him tied up on a table, on a slab, I guess you could say, pants down. Mm-hmm. He's pleading with her not to do this. Um, she has numbed him up so that she can, Ooh. you know, like, take care of this stuff. And, and like, you don't see her actually, you know, taking the scalpel and slicing him off. Yeah. But, you know... Uh, it, it, it's just just the idea of it happening and watching his agonized face you you know you know what's going on and, and yeah. as a as a man you're you're you know like just in in total in, in complete terror right of what's going on and as a woman you're so satisfied absolutely because <laughs> you know as we know <laughs> there are plenty of men in the world who would deserve this oh yeah you know 100 percent yeah mm-hmm. uh who definitely have it coming um, but I wouldn't, I, I, and I would gladly sentence them to this, to this, uh, to this fate, but just don't ask me to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one that's always stood out in my mind is it's from the movie Hostel. Okay. If you've seen this or <laughs> sure, not, but, sure. um, it came out right after Saw came out when torture porn became this huge thing. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, Saw was awesome. I'm going to go see Hostel. Yeah. Ugh. This movie sucks, by the way. <laughs> don't see Hostel. Um, basically... <laughs> There's this business of taking Americans mm-hmm. and selling the right to murder them yes. to tourists, yes. rich people who right. hate Americans. Right. And this guy gets caught up in it, and uh, he's he's tied in a basement in a chair, and a guy puts his fuck a gag ball in his mouth. Yep. I forget what exactly happens, because I think I've blocked it from my mind, but he's like shitting on him or doing something nasty oh yeah and the guy is vomiting with this gag ball in his mouth so and it's spurting out the sides of his cheeks and he's swallowing it and get is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen wow i am never gonna watch this again as long as i can live and i'm no one should ever watch this movie i i'm 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 very glad to hear you you say to people don't don't see hostile yeah um because like i actually follow eli roth on twitter and and you know he's, he's a, okay. He's a good guy. Yeah. He really knows a lot about movies. He was very good in Inglorious Bastards. Um. I mean, he in, in the short bit of acting he's done, mm-hmm. his movies are terrible. Yeah. His movies are just like 100 percent not worth your time. And so are his Netflix TV shows. They're terrible. Oh, that's right. Hemlock Grove and all oh, that. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yep. Um. Yeah. I I I I don't really cotton to him as a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Uh, is there any other scenes? Sure. Um, there, there, there's there's two movies that, that involve um, painful dentistry. Uh, that uh, <laughs> Sounds like Clint Howard movies. 
<laughs> I, we, we, this, this whole segment could have been Clint Howard movies, okay. probably. You know, yes. but, uh, <laughs> but the ones I'm thinking of are uh, uh, Marathon Man and Old Boy. Um, in both movies, uh, <laughs> people are having teeth extracted. The, the, you know, the Korean Old Boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the original. Yeah, the original. There's a scene where 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 a guy you know uses uses pliers to to extract healthy teeth out of somebody's gums yeah. and good god is it hard to sit through <laughs> um that that's one of the most unpleasant disturbing great movies i've ever i was about seen. to say it's a yeah, great movie though. it is it's tremendous mm-hmm. um and there's a, there's even a scene in there that it's not quite torture but it, there's a scene where he's he's fighting about 15 guys and they stab yeah. him constantly yeah and he just keeps taking all their stabbings and he just is like fighting oh, him off. He, he does you know? a neo exactly. He yeah, it, like the, the knives are just yeah. He takes him out no problem. Or, or a V, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for vendetta. It's more like V. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but in Marathon Man, um, that that that's that's with uh, Dustin Hoffman uh, from the seventies, and yes, exactly. <laughs> that that's yep. Scott just uh, mimed firing a gun, and it's 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 that that's the that's the poster with it's Dustin on Netflix Hoffman. by the way. Oh, it is. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna have to rewatch it except for this scene. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Lawrence Olivier is a is a um, he, he's like he's a surrogate for uh, Joseph Mengele, the Nazi you know doctor who um, you know oh yeah uh, and and he's like uh, he's there he's on the run like like it's Nazi hunters trying to trying to capture him in this and and he's uh, he's gonna torture uh, Dustin Hoffman in this in this chair and he's gonna do some dentistry mm-hmm, to him and mm-hmm. he he famously says is it safe you know he just says that over and over right. again. Um, and so without any anesthetic, um, he drills into healthy teeth and it is just terrible. Oh my God. God. You know, no, no, you don't, don't don't watch it. (laughs) Good movie though. Oh yeah. (laughs) Tremendous film. (laughs) um, Yeah. Speaking of doing things with pliers, Uh this is the last one I really wanted to talk about. Okay. It's from the wind that shakes the barley. Ooh. They have. I think the guy's name is Teddy. It's uh-huh. not. It's not Cillian Murphy's character. Right, right. It's some. It's some other dude. I can't remember who it is. They have him in the prison, and they pull his fingernails off. Sure. With pliers. Yeah. And you see the thing come off. I know. It. It. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it at all. That. That. That one. It didn't make me throw up, but. But I did. I. 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 I felt it somehow. Oh yeah, you could feel that. Yeah. I mean, just. Oh. oh man. Yeah. 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 It's a good movie. Oh, it's a great also, movie. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. But, uh, right, right. Dude, that scene is something. I mean, if we had been in black tie at Cannes when that movie premiered, yeah. I mean, um, you know, we would have been like getting sick in our in our finest clothes. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do. Actually, <laughs> totally. Get that's, sick that, in my that, finest that, clothes. That's a great night. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're in Cannes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there on the Mediterranean. Oh, you know? dude! I'm just you could barf oh, into God. the sea. I know, man. That would be the... <laughs> that's living. That's, that's right. <laughs> um, the only other one I wanted to talk about was it. It's 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 debatable whether it's even a torture scene, but when they're playing Russian roulette in the Deer Hunter, uh huh. I mean, you know, Didi Mao and all that. Uh, you know, I I I can't. I I've seen that movie three times, and every time it comes on, I just sit there like. Like waiting for this scene to end because to be forced to play Russian roulette um, for the entertainment of others is um, it, it, also one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> Me too. I can't tell you how how you know how how, how many times I've I enjoyed get my that activity. Clothes. Yes, of course, exactly. <laughs> yes, and I get my best do rag and I tie it around my head. <laughs> And I've made some good scratch on the side, you know. 
but uh, yeah, I, I can't watch that. With, it was with De Niro and Christopher Walken and uh, and John Savage sitting there, you know, like just just trying to get through it somehow. Yep. Uh, terrible. Yeah. Yep. Good movie though. Oh, great film. Yeah, <laughs> yes. a lot of good movies here, <laughs> except for Hostel. Yes, really. Yes. Um, Actually, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. Right. So we're gonna take a break now, and I mean. It's going to be torture waiting for us to come back. I know it. But we're going to come back. We're going to talk about 1986's Platoon. Stick around. Welcome back to Dudes on Movies. It's time for our review of 1986's Platoon, starring Charlie Sheen, directed by Oliver Stone. Dave, give everybody a synopsis, please. Okay. Well, um, instead of like a, a, tip, a traditional synopsis on this one, I'd, I, I'd like to just give some kind of like production notes, you know, that, that kind of, um, it's, it's a different kind of movie that we're doing this week. Yes. You know, everybody knows Platoon is just about, it's a movie that's set in the, during the Vietnam War, but the, the movie is, for Oliver Stone, it's autobiographical for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlie Sheen plays Chris Taylor, who is Oliver's on-screen surrogate. He, he was a, a child of privilege in New York City. And um, he dropped out of college and joined, you know, the U.S. Army to be in the infantry. Uh, the movie was shot in the Philippines, and uh, and that stood in for Vietnam. The cast was put through two weeks of rehearsal where they were forced to live like combat infantrymen in Vietnam. Yes. Um, eating sea rations, not showering, digging trenches, marching for miles uphill all day, and sleeping outside for one hour a night, if yeah, that. like you would be during mm. a war. Correct. Um, there were, and there were big killer mosquitoes and water bugs and, and, you know, like you, like I, one of them, one of the, John C. McGinley said something about like looking like the toxic Avenger. Yeah. Um, from all know, the mosquito from bites. All the mosquito bites. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same Hollywood. Exactly. This is not <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> um, and the, the training that the, these guys were all being trained as their characters and, the, the trainer was this guy, Captain Dale Dye, who was another veteran and friend of Oliver Stone's, um, who, to my knowledge, he's the only technical advisor to have ever received an on-screen credit in the opening credits of a movie. Um, That's right. He does have an yes. opening credit acknowledgement. Exactly. I have never seen That's that true. before or since. Um, but he, I mean, his contribution was integral to the movie, as we know. I mean, mm-hmm. what he did yeah. and, and like what he accomplished was was big time for this film. So um, and he's a he's a really interesting, awesome dude, Dale Dye. And he's in the movie, too. He's in. He is. Who is he in the movie? He's Captain Harris. Uh, the like he's uh, Beringer's and uh, Willem Dafoe's boss. Okay. Um, and and he's he's just you know like he 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 trained everybody on on like handling the weapons and and how to like be a grunt I guess in the jungle and um, he, his contribution was huge to this movie. So yeah, it would not be the same without him. No. Generally, this movie just shows you the horrors of war. That's right. How it not only affects the battlefield. Yeah. But how it affects each person individually. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. it gets it gets into the psychology yep. 
uh, without you thinking it's getting psychological on no. you. No. Like, you just feel this in you. Yeah. Uh, th- this movie is something special. <laughs> yes. Um, full disclosure, I had not seen this before. Is that this right? was my first time seeing it. I didn't know that. This is totally a movie I should have seen growing up. Okay, Like, right. with my right. dad and yeah. the movies I'd watched with him and all mm-hmm. this. This one just slipped through the cracks somehow. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe I haven't seen this until, <laughs> right. like, just last week. Okay. And it, it's blown me away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am going to go and buy this movie on Blu-ray. Like, this movie is awesome. It is such an amazing, one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's great, man. Yeah. I, you, you seemed really excited to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I, I didn't know you felt this way about it, no, but no. holy crap. This is yeah. one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's awesome. So yeah. I will recommend it, so you don't have to stick around to hear <laughs> right. that at the end, but um, <laughs> just so you know. Right. <laughs> one of the best things I like about it, besides how it accurately portrays what war's like, mm-hmm. I'm a bit ignorant when it comes to war. I've never been in the army, you know, sure. I've never been over there fighting. And I don't know as much about the Vietnam War as I would like to, mm-hmm. but I I can just tell, like, this is what it was really like over there. Yes, man. yes. This is what it was really like. And the way they use the camera and these shots to make you feel, like, claustrophobic or danger, uh, just panning through the jungle or zooming through the leaves and mm-hmm. stuff, I've never felt this kind of suspense <laughs> right. in a movie before. Right. I, maybe I have, but rarely. This movie is so suspenseful. I, I agree, 100%. Yeah. The first um, encounter with the, the enemies in the jungle. Like, oh, my God. When Taylor, yeah. Charlie Sheen's character, right. he falls asleep on post, even though it's, it's yeah, Junior's it post, junior's but post, he gets right. blamed for it. Right. Anyways, uh, he wakes up and he sees the shadow, like the silhouette moving. Like, that is just, you can uh, cut the air with a knife, I know, man. man. The, the silhouette of that VC God. soldier coming toward him, like, oh, my God, that is so well done. Yeah. There's a lot of good silhouettes in this. One yeah. of my favorites is the sunset. There's a sunset oh, with White Rabbit playing. I, I, I have it written dude, down. Dude, that is one of the greatest just, shots I've ever seen in a movie. You just get goosebumps. Yeah. And you just, you feel it. Yeah. That 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 sun that is that is um like, like impossibly huge. You know, know, on the horizon. I know. And then there's that silhouette of Charlie Sheen like like smoking a joint. You know, with the shovel, with the shovel. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's great stuff. I, I mean, like like you would you would have had to have accidentally got. Oh my God, look at the sun. Let's get this shot. Yeah. I mean, that couldn't have been in the script. Do you know who the cinematographer was? Uh, Robert um, Richardson. Robert yeah. Richardson. Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yes. On this. <laughs> and at the also in the the final shot of the movie on the helicopter, there's there's like a whiteout from the sun. Yeah. Bes- behind Charlie Sheen. Right. That was not planned, apparently. That just happened oh, while they really? were shooting. Okay. Like, this movie is just amazing. <laughs> yes. And it was, like, I don't know what that's saying. Like, that's just... Right. You got so lucky with that shot. Right, And right. you use it to end the movie. Like, that is awesome. I mean, it's, it's um, like, yeah, it's it just whatever, if there are any movie, like, you know, if there's any movie mojo out there, then it was with the production of this one. Because, I mean, like, everything seemed to go right with it. Yeah. You know, and well, it, it won, happy accidents. It won Oscars. It's it dead. won Best Picture. That's right. Best Director Nobody well. thought it was going to win anything. <laughs> it was Oliver's first, like, real feature. He, he had directed a couple other movies before this, yeah. but this was the first, like, real movie that was personal to him that he he actually was able to to direct. Right. Um, and and it was very personal to him, obviously. I mean, he, he had been, you know, he, he did two tours in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, this was this was something he had, he had written it, I think, like, maybe 20 years before it was even filmed. Wow. Um, and sometime back in like, maybe not 20 years, I guess, but it was, it was at least 15 years before, like when he got back from Vietnam is when he, um, wrote it 
and it sat around forever. And then he finally got to do it when he it, was forty something years it old. It probably helped him cope with a lot of stuff too. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, this is therapeutic. There's for some him. stuff in this movie that's mm-hmm. pretty pretty intense. Yes, like when they raid that village. <sighs> Dude, that is something. Like Charlie Sheen gets this Vietnamese kid basically yeah he's maybe a teenager 18 or something but he's got one leg he's his one eye basically and that milk thing in his eye this is a real person too they had here it's not makeup it's a real guy he's disabled this actor yeah Yeah. and charlie sheen's yelling at him right he's shooting the ground making him dance yeah you know yeah and this isn't even taylor's real identity he's just doing this because of i know you know what's happening to him in this war zone right the horrors of war like yeah i mean it's it, it, you know, as 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 people who aren't there were watching them like desecrate this village, and and it looks monstrous what they're doing. Yeah, and it is. But I am sure that most vets who were there would probably say that the mental state that they were in at that time could bring them to do these things. Exactly. Something something unimaginable that you would actually perpetrate on innocent people. Right. And a lot of that stuff happens in this scene here yes. too. Like, and then Kevin Dillon. Yes. Takes over because uh, he won't really shoot him. You know, he's a pussy. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin Dillon yeah. crushes this kid's skull with the butt of his rifle. When that I blood mean, just like yeah. bounces up and hits him in the cheek. Oh my God. It's it's. It's so disgusting. And he he does it in front of him and in front of John McGinley's yeah. kid, O'Neill. Yeah. He's the sergeant in yeah. charge of these guys. That's right. Right. And then you you see, dude, O'Neill's a great character <laughs> because he's he's conflicted yeah. in whether he wants to be good or bad. I know. You know? I know. Oh, it's really good. I mean... He's like, uh, nobody saw anything. Yeah. We're not going to say anything. Right. We're, this is fine. Let's right. just leave. But he's not comfortable with saying that. Oh yeah, exactly. He's yeah. freaking out. Right, right. And and I mean like th- this whole th- this whole se- and yeah, I I, I guess I'm kind of like uh, yeah, he, he he is a big part of that scene now that I think because he's standing there watching the whole thing and he, and he says something like Bunny, we, we we got out now, nobody saw a fucking thing, right? You know and. Uh, and and Bunny wants to wants to like do more. Yeah, he, he wants to just keep going. He, he wants w- to like take out that old lady. Um, he wants to turn him to mush. Oh yeah, exactly. God. Yeah, he wants to do this to the entire village. This is Kevin Dillon, by the way. Right. Bunny. Right. Uh, Johnny Drama himself. Johnny Drama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but like like this 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 village raid still gets to me. I've seen this movie twenty times, yeah. may, maybe more. And this village, this whole thing with the village, um, like every moment of it, uh, just like Barnes shooting that old lady. Uh, oh yeah, Tom Berenger's character, um, and then when when he holds the little girl at gunpoint, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. trying to get the old man to like admit that he's Viet Cong, yeah, um, you know the and and like the the then when Taylor uh, rescues the little girl from getting raped by Junior and yeah. some of the other guys and Bunny, um, uh-huh. I I it's it's really really hard to watch that stuff. Yeah, it is. You know, because you know it really happened. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. God. And we haven't even brought him up yet, but there's another sergeant, Elias, yeah. played by Willem Dafoe. Right. He's, you know, the antithesis of Tom mm-hmm. Berenger's sergeant. Yes. Who's yes. Barnes. Right. Uh, Barnes is the bad guy. Right. Elias is the good guy, essentially. Right. So yeah. he breaks up what's happening with when Barnes is going on a rampage, shooting the lady and yeah. then threatening to kill the girl. Mm-hmm. Elias comes in and starts beating him up, man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they get into a fist fight and... You, you don't know if someone's going to get a knife in the back. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> that, 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 that fight between Barnes and Elias is one of the best fights I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Um, there's nothing choreographed at all. It's just the two of them like really going at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they were like decided, well, let's just really fight, you know, let's yeah. just, let's just fight if we were actually really fighting because like 
it like Willem Dafoe is considerably smaller than Tom Berenger. Right. Um, but but they're like he's he's just giving it everything he's got. You can see him on the ground, like he's just like mm-hmm. using every bit of strength he can to like 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 flip Tom Berenger over yeah. and give and give him some more punches. It's so well done. And it's so realistic. Cause mm-hmm. cause like when when people are fighting in real life, there's a lot of wrestling and grabbing. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's not all you know, like like throwing hands. Right. And, and this this fight had that. It was so good. <laughs> And then uh, the lieutenant comes in and breaks it up. Yeah. Who, do you know who plays yeah. this guy? Mark Moses. Yeah. Mark Moses. What's his deal? Is he like green? Yeah. Okay. He's a he's a, he's probably like a West Point graduate. Yeah. You know, and he's um he, he probably got his rank like right out of school and right. You know, um he probably comes from like a, a better social status and uh, yeah. Right. When the first time you see him, you're no one's showing him any respect or yeah. like, dude. <laughs> back on the boat to America. You don't belong exactly, there. Exactly, right. I have to listen to you. Yeah. Like, he belongs on the Joint Chiefs. Yeah, like yeah. he shouldn't be here. Right, right. Uh, but throughout the movie, like you actually, you gain a little more respect for him through the movie. Yeah. I, I did at least okay. because he actually showed like some, some balls and stuff yeah. like that. But he kind of takes Tom Berenger's side of things too. Because he's afraid of, of Tom Berenger. That's probably and, what it is. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he kind of like understands that this is his arena and well, yeah, he's going to go down with Tom Berenger yes. if he goes down. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, like the whole thing with uh, the young protagonist torn between two fathers, um, like Taylor being torn between Barnes and Elias. Right. That, that's a theme that Oliver Stone had visited before, like with Wall Street. Uh-huh. Um, you had Gordon Gecko versus Martin Sheen um, yep. with Charlie Sheen again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Like, I, I know that, like, just listening to Oliver talk, I mean, like, I guess the real Barnes and the real Elias, um, it wasn't quite a thing where, like, where, where it was quite so cut and dry of, like, one guy is totally evil and the other guy is this, you know, like, uh, right. spiritual, you know, mystic. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but he, he did he did kind of, he was torn between the two of them. You know, like, he just, he want, he knew he wanted to follow Barnes because Barnes was this fearsome leader. But Elias was, like, a spiritual man. Um, who, you right. know, like was able to transcend, you know, uh, like the, 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 the horrible surroundings he was in. And, um, you know, I, 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 once you know this, uh, and get to like, like enjoy it more on repeated viewings, it becomes like even more of a, of an elaborate story. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And, uh, like this, this happens here in the village, the fight, it divides the platoon essentially. Oh, totally. Like, right. Which side are you on? Yeah. Are you on Barnes side or are you on Elias's side? Right. Right. And, uh, that's not good. <laughs> that's it's, not no, good. totally. And, and that schism exists even before the massacre because like Barnes is like in charge of like all the kind of like shit kicking guys. Uh-huh. Um, and then Elias has like his own little cadre of like dope smokers. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the potheads. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're all hanging out together and he's the commanding officer over them. Um, and uh, yeah, like, like now it's even worse because now, now, now you've done something like you've committed an actual atrocity and whose side are you on? Yep. Man, that's, I can't even imagine. Ultimately it comes down to, there's another skirmish in the jungle, Yep. which is awesome. Like all these fights are Mm -hmm. incredibly done. Yes. Yes. Uh, You feel like you're right there. Right. Getting shot at. Right. And, uh, they're, they're getting forced out by the Viet Cong Mm -hmm. and Elias goes around with a couple guys to cut them off. And so that you can, they can escape and all this stuff. Right. And then everyone leaves and Elias is out there on his own. Yep. And so Barnes decides I'm going to go get him. Yeah. And you know what Barnes is going to do. Yeah. He goes out there to kill him. Right. And he does. He shoots him. Sure does. And there's a great scene when Tom Berenger's walking up there with his scope up looking at straight at the camera the the camera zooms through these leaves like yeah. right at him right like oh he's got his sights on something mm-hmm. and then 
Willem Dafoe walks through the jungle and looks right at him with this big smile on his face. Yeah. Like, this is this is it, huh? <laughs> this is it. Okay, whatever. So you, so you feel that the smile I think, is him understanding he's about to get shot? No, not right okay. away. Okay. But I feel like it's, oh, I'm, I got back up. Okay. That's the first thing I felt. But then, after a split second, it's, oh, this motherfucker's aiming right at me. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, what do you think, then? I, I, I thought your first thing. Like, the, okay. the, you know, oh, it's just Barnes. He's on my team. I'm okay. Okay. I, I, I never I never considered that, that he might also, like, know the jig is up. Okay. I mean, his, he does lose his smile. He does. So like, maybe that's when that it's he possible. realizes I, it. I, I, I'm more, you know I'm more that's leaning probably, toward yours, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more he's happy to see him, and then when he loses the smile is when he's like, oh, great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my worst fear is is happening yep. right now. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he wastes them right yep. there. Yep. yep. And then... You know, like the 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 most iconic shot in the movie, like happens about five minutes later, where Willem Dafoe has like survived the the barrage of bullets, right? And he's now running a running away from this tree line where the VC are are shooting at him, and the chopper is being is has like airlifted all the surviving platoon guys out of into they're taking them back to base camp, right? And like Charlie Sheen looks down and goes, "They've got Elias," you know, and he's running toward the chopper, yeah. And then he takes all the bullets, the squibs, you know, hit him, or like the squibs off he's down on his knees and he's like like reaching for the chopper and that's yep. the cover of that's the poster that's the poster man yeah yeah so, so iconic i know right <laughs> it really is i mean and, and and when you see that 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 frame in the movie you're like oh you know it, it's it. like oh that's yeah. great that's great <laughs> and it, it is great yeah it's really great and uh barnes tells everyone he's dead yeah and then and he's not dead he's running yeah he saved exactly yeah yes now they know barnes is telling some lies. Yep. Yep. They really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they and they want to kill him. Yeah. Taylor decides, you know, tonight we frag him. Yep. And he gets a couple guys on his side. Right. And a couple other guys are like, that's not going to work. <sighs> I think there's a, a quote actually is, the only thing that can kill Barnes is Barnes. <laughs> that's Ra who says that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ra says yeah, that. Um, and he <laughs> says something about also like, uh, you try that. <laughs> Barnes will shove it right back up your ass with a candle on it. <laughs> Which I loved that. I loved that particular quote because it was like, boy, yeah. Imagine picking a fight with Barnes. Oh no! I mean, you would you would get broken half. Mm-hmm. You know, and Chris Taylor does try to do something with him. He cracks him. He, he bashes his head about six times into that wooden stake. Yeah. And it does not phase him. He turns the tables on him real fast, and he's almost going to kill him before Ra stops him. Um, but yeah, it, it's... He pulls that blade out. Yeah, yeah. He cuts his cheek. The, with the little push yeah. knife? Yeah, yep. I know. Yeah, and I, I... That that was another kind of... It wasn't as bad as like a torture scene, but it was a wincing like, oh! Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, it's like Chinatown. He cuts the it's, nose. <laughs> exactly. That's it. It's Chinatown. Right? You know what happens to nosy fellas? <laughs> Vietnam town. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's it, dude. But, um, <laughs> Vietnam town. Th- this scene that we're talking about, right after he uh-huh. th- he's saying we got to frag him yeah. tonight. Yeah. Tom Berenger's right there. Yeah. Listening to everything. Yep. Sucking down Jack Daniels. Right. And this scene is amazing. Oh, it is. Yeah. He comes in drunk uh-huh. as shit right. and has this monologue. Right. About what do you know about killing? Yep. This kind of stuff. It is so well done. Tom Berenger, 
no wonder you got nominated for a best supporting role for this. Like you were so good. Yeah, this is great. Um, I mean, his yeah, all his words make so much sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's he's talking so such logic about you know what situation they're in. You know, like boys consider what we're doing right here, and understand that that you know what happens when you don't follow my orders. And even though Elias wouldn't have been someone in his charge, um, I. He he's the antagonist of the movie Barnes, but but I I I understand why he would kill Elias. Yeah, you know I I get it just from his particular character. Yeah, and you know, in this scene you get a little glimmer of a little glimmer of like humanity from Barnes. You feel like you feel a little bit like he doesn't want to be like this. Yeah, but he yeah. has to be but like he has this. To, he has got to do it. Right. Yeah. He's been thrust into this. It's, it's just a situation. small little thing. Like right. just something he's doing in his right. performance makes you feel like mm-hmm. back home. What was this guy doing? Like, you know, this place made him like this. He yeah. doesn't want to be like this, right. but right. He doesn't even know who he is anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, he's just, yeah. this is just who he is right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, his face is all scar tissue now. Oh yeah. That makeup job. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's Tom Berenger's real face. <laughs> He really does look like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> Ooh, speaking of catcher's mitt. <laughs> they were... <laughs> Dude, I could not help but think about Major League a little bit. Seeing the, him and with, with Charlie, Charlie Sheen together. I know, like... I know. Yeah, it's he's. It, it's weird to like think that like like the, I, like I, I three like, years later. They I know they, he he becomes Jake Ta- Jake Taylor three years later. You yep. know he's he's yeah, making the league minimum in Cleveland. <laughs> and then you got Wild Thing back That's in right, your exactly. Oh well, I'd, I'd prefer this movie over. <laughs> oh, absolutely right. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the the actors too, and um, this movie has so many well known faces. In mm-hmm. it. They're all so young here. I mean, Willem Dafoe, Tom Berenger, yeah. Charlie Sheen, uh, John McGinley, John C. McGinley, Kevin Dillon, Keith David, Forrest Whitaker, Tony Todd, Richard Edson, Johnny Depp, Mark Moses, and Corey Glover. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had them all written down because I didn't want to forget any of them. And the, the, when, when they were shooting the film, I guess they shot it sequentially. They did, in order there. Yeah. yeah. And so as a guy, as a guy's character died, he actually left. They wanted it to, to feel like, oh, he's gone. No. Yes, yes. Yep. That guy died. Right. Which is a really interesting way to add another bit of, I guess, actorly flourishes to everyone's performance. You know, right. like knowing that this guy is gone from now and it's, I'm not going to see him again. It's quite like a method style of yep. production. Yeah, that's right. Know? Just at, yeah, exactly. It's putting putting method into your actual technical side like that is, is pretty is a pretty uh, amazing leap to take. Yeah. And it's weird, too, that like some of these guys like went on to be. Um, some guys sort of did better than others in their career. Yeah. You know, just like it would be like if a guy, if a guy made it out of Vietnam and went home, maybe he's not a big success in life. Right. You know, and maybe he is. Maybe he never does anything again. Right. Right. You know, some of these actors, you never hear from them again, nope. really. They're just, they right. were just there. This is one of the great movies of all, of all time, really, of the last 50 years. Yeah. And, and they, they might have had like, you know, uh, a good 10 lines in it, like a good speaking role. And they've, they've not been heard from since as yeah. far as, you know, like pop in like Francesco Quinn, who played Ra. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was really good, he's by the way. pretty good. Yeah. He's, he gives a really good performance. And I don't, I don't know of, of his work at all other than this movie. He um, looks familiar, though, doesn't he? He looks like well, a guy who should be in movies. He's Anthony Quinn's son. Wait, who's Anthony Quinn? He's the uh, uh, Anthony Quinn. Uh, he was in Zorba the Greek and uh, you know a bunch of other movies. He, he Dude, was... I'm I'm just I don't have that knowledge. Okay, I need, that's my schooling. Okay, yeah, Some that's part of what I need to do. Right. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is right. Anthony Quinn is a, he's a big time dude. Okay, um, but yeah, he's he's a he's a famous 
It comes from a famous acting family. Okay. And yeah, that's probably, you know, I'm sure you've seen Anthony Quinn in places, and that's probably okay. why you think that he, he this guy, he maybe looks that, just like... Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Chris Peterson was the dude. Um, he's he's the guy who helps uh, Keith David and Charlie Sheen clean the latrine. Um, he's the California yeah. surfer guy. Yep. Um, he's also very good in this. He's Isn't one of the other he one of the in the heads. thing also? Chris Peterson? No, didn't you say um, Keith David? Yes. Oh, yeah, Keith David. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Wait, who did you say? Chris I said Peterson? Chris Peterson. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Okay, yeah, Chris he, Peterson. He's, he's the surfer guy. Yeah. Okay, he's gotcha. an, But he's, like I said, he's another one of these guys who is, as an actor in this movie, who is giving a good performance, and I don't know anything of him ever again. Yeah. So yeah. it's he just another one of these actors who did something good here. The guy who plays Junior, Reggie Johnson. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any of his work. Yeah. Nothing. And he's good in this movie. And then you flip the coin. You got Johnny Depp in this movie. Johnny Depp. A small role. Yeah. Uh, he has a, Comparably, he has a, yeah. He has a speaking role, and he has to speak Vietnamese. Yes. And, uh, yes. But, dude, you know, it's Johnny Depp. Man. I know. <laughs> it's and like... I, I mean, and Oliver Stone told him, you know, like, he, he said, you're going to be a star. Yeah. He said, you know... It you, just, know you know, every director says that. He does, but they in this case... They have to say that. But I don't think he said it to everybody, though. Okay. I, I, I mean, right. I think... Because he, he says to... He said it in, like, the behind-the-scenes thing, saying... He said, you're incredibly handsome, and you have a great face, and, and uh, you're going to be a star, you know? Yep. And I could probably... I could see him saying that in this case, just going, yeah, well, look at this kid, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then all the big people, the big names you recognize in this movie they've done stuff oh yeah, yeah yeah of course i mean charlie sheen's done a lot of great stuff he has and... yeah um i mean he he's we all know about his troubles yes um, you know yes um and the the rest of his life been kind of you know well whatever <laughs> but uh but yeah he, he did he has done some good work and he's been part of some great things um and keith david he is you know with that beautiful shakespearean voice of his whatever he's in he's elevating his whatever he's doing here yeah. he's playing a guy from Tennessee, probably functionally illiterate, uh, just, you know, like uh, a grunt in Vietnam. And he is, he's amazing. He's mm -hmm. so good. Definitely. And Forrest Whitaker, of course. Tony Todd. Um, these guys are all amazing actors. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, he's, he's got a small part too. He's hardly mm -hmm. doing anything, That's really. Right. That's right. Because he was just a kid, mm -hmm. you know? He, he looks exactly the same, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He pretty much looks like Last King of Scotland I'm like, in this oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I'll give you my T-shirt, okay? Exactly. Just right. calm down. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's General I'll Amin. Fuck your wife too. Your eighth wife, or whatever the heck happens in that movie. That's right. <laughs> Don't dismember the girl I'm actually trying to. Oh, oh God, oh, that. Yeah. Ooh, talk about. It's not torture, but talk about oh, a scene. God, You're just yeah. like, whoa, Oof. dude. Yeah, forget it. Ugh. I thought we were just soccer buddies. <laughs> you know, God. <laughs> <laughs> some soccer fans would actually sever limbs from other people though oh no yeah. doubt just because they root for the other team yeah too. we think that we're obsessed with sports in this country we're not no you know <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk about the last battle in the movie really mm -hmm. you really see charlie sheen's character take a dive here yeah uh into the madness yeah uh that the war's created they're all posted up waiting for the vietnam armies I get, they're not even an army, are they? The Viet Cong. I yeah, don't know. What's the Viet Cong? Yeah, yeah it's, they it's just the North coming. Vi they're coming through. It's the North Vietnamese army. They're coming through. They're pushing them out. Yep. And they're all waiting just for him to come. And as soon as it happens, Charlie Sheen just gets crazy. Mm -hmm. He comes out. He starts blasting everybody, like almost like laughing about it. Yeah. And big old eyes saying it's beautiful. Yeah. And he's shooting right. people in the face. Right. He he's gone mad. Yeah, here, dude. Yeah. Just everyone here. 
they get overrun by the Viet Cong. Like right. everyone is getting killed here. Right. This is it's a, a it's a mask. It's Gettysburg. Exactly. Here, man. Oh, this is, it's a turkey shoot. Yeah, right. it's it's nasty. And this is where you have the final confrontation between Taylor and Barnes. Yeah. And right before Barnes, uh, it's about to crush the skull of Taylor. Uh, bombs fall down. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. They end up having to call a fire strike on their own base because yeah. they're so overrun. Mm-hmm. After that happens, Taylor wakes up, and it's just a massacre around him. Yeah. And he finds Barnes crawling away, half alive. And he walks over there with his gun, aims it at him, and just shoots Barnes, man. <laughs> like, Barnes looks at him, I think, and says something like, to says, do it, or what does he say? For first, he says, get me a medic. Okay, yeah. And then... um. And when, when he realizes that, that, that Charlie Sheen isn't going to do that and he cocks the gun, he just says, then do it. And there's no hesitation. No. That's what's great about Puts it. Puts four bullets right He's in He's just him, like, yeah. I have no problem doing this right yep. now. Right. Bam, 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 bam. Yep. And and the, the bullet work on the bodies, it's so yeah. realistic. Oh, I know. It, like, it's not like yeah, a giant yeah. explosion no, of gore no, or anything. No. It's not like a John Carpenter movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, right. It's so realistic that it's almost a little disturbing when you see people getting shot in this I know, movie. I know. Um, and that's great, too, because like you said, I didn't remember it, but he says, get me a medic. Mm-hmm. So at first it's like a relief. Yeah. And then a realization you're going to die. It's just like when Elias it's died. It's the same confrontation. Yeah. He right. gets what he gave out. That's man. right. That's, and, and he understands great. it, too. He just totally like he's able to like be pragmatic about it almost mm-hmm. like, OK, so this is so this is my end. Yep. You know, uh, fine. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, and it's, and, and in, in the case of, of Chris Taylor, um, like almost doing, doing Barnes a favor, like an act of charity yeah. in like freeing this man of himself, you know? So uh, it, it, this is, this is powerful filmmaking. It's very powerful, you know? man. Yeah. This is essentially the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie Sheen goes home yeah. after this. All the backup comes in cause the battle's over. The right. American forces, reinforcements come in, get yeah. the survivors out bury the dead yeah and they're they've got bulldozers out here just pushing bodies in a mass in, grave into yeah. into a mass grave and they don't even dig the holes they're the freaking craters yeah. from the bombs that fell. oh exactly yeah they're using those same craters I yeah, know. yeah it is it's disgusting man and you see corpses littered everywhere and pointless yeah what is the point what of was all the this? point why why did all these people die um for, for no reason no reason no at all good reason and i mean you know there was a reason that this move that the, this war was protested so badly mm-hmm. i mean senseless violence only for politics yeah you know yeah um and you know like oliver stone made this movie for the vets you know like for his the people who he's he, who he served with and who also died over there he wanted them to like uh uh like appreciate it and i guess when he showed them when he showed like his old outfit the movie the first time it yeah was before it even premiered the one of them said that he didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Cause like, he just like the, it was, it, I think it was like the opening shots of like these guys just like, uh, like trudging through that jungle. And he was just like, no, I, I can't, I can't, he, I, he, I don't know if he left yeah. the room or what, but he was like, I can't, I can't do this. Well, like I said, you feel like you're there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You feel like you are right there with them. Right. Right. That's hard to do. Oh, totally, man. I mean, and, and, and yeah, like th- that, that wasn't achieved accidentally. You know, no, that, they, 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 that's what they wanted. That was hard work went into that. Yeah. yeah no and doubt. like I, the movie came out and it's a huge success. Yes. And, uh, one of the things it did for people is like for a spouse or mm-hmm. uh, a father or a son or someone who didn't really get what their, you know, yeah. family member or friend went through mm-hmm. finally was like, I get, I get it now. Yes. I yes. can understand 
at least partially, mm-hmm. what you're going through. Right. This was the first time that, like, because um, there, there had been other movies made about Vietnam, but not ones that, that, that followed just ground soldiers, you know, from start to finish. Right. This movie's not about America no. versus, Viet, versus Vietnam. No. No, it's about humans. Exactly. Yeah. That are put into a bad situation. Yep. And, and they get fucked up by it. it. Uh, totally. That's exactly. what the movie's about. That's right. It's, it's, an, it's, it's not a not a war movie. Um, it's not Top Gun. Um, it's not you no. know like I remember I remember when the, came the, out the same year. Yeah, and then yeah. the behind the scenes documentary they talk about like that it was released at the same time as Top Gun, and yeah. they were just like oh, all God. the actors like are yeah. like oh well we're fucked exactly. This ain't Top Gun, right? right. <laughs> Let me tell you what Top Gun didn't win an Oscar. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. It might be as well remembered as Platoon, but it's not as well revered. We all know that. Right. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Platoon, I mean, like it, th- this thing, it won best picture and best director and deservedly so. Yeah, you know, it did. Um, th- this this movie is is a is, is an achievement. And, and two supporting actor nods. That's right. For Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. and Tom Berenger. That's right. Also one for editing, I believe, and sound design or something. Okay. It won yeah. for some stuff like that, like okay. a smaller like awards. technical awards. Technical right. awards. Okay. Which it should. Oh, it should. It I mean, totally like, should. <laughs> this movie. This movie doesn't have a false note. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like. Um, and did you notice that, that in that final battle, Oliver Stone is in that shack? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's playing the general. Like, okay. Yeah, the, the 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 kid next to him with the phone backpack, and uh-huh. he's like, "Yeah, that's Oliver Stone." Oh wow, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> and he's the guy that calls the fire strike yeah. in on the, their mm-hmm. own base. Yep. Right. And we, and we talked about how like he he made this movie for the vets. I mean, he also like him and Dale Die put little things in there that I guess only the vets would recognize. Um, the most the 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 biggest one that I saw was in in like we talked about that last scene with Tom Berenger when it, when Charlie Sheen kills him. Yeah. He's laying there, and his belt buckle has a red star on it. That particular belt buckle was like uh, something that like uh, American GIs would look for over there. They, they they would come upon like VC camps and see clotheslines, and that 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 so that red star belt buckle was something that the VC guys had. And so if you saw one of those, you had to go get it. Oh, okay. that, that's mine. I'm, I, I got I got my souvenir for the from the war. Ah, um, gotcha. so he's wearing his red star belt buckle. Um, and I gotcha. guess that was like a nod to the vets. Hey, check it out. You know. Okay, that's yeah. neat, dude. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that that's the that's the movie there. It so, is. Um, Dave, will you recommend this movie? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Uh, I I saw this movie when I was too young to see it. Yeah, uh, like I was probably eleven years old, and I I like couldn't comprehend it. I mean, it it, it made me ill in certain certain. Time. I mean, like I was just not prepared. Yeah. I was a little kid and I didn't really understand things. And uh, we we haven't even talked about uh, the the profanity in this movie. Is, yeah, is off the i mean like, Pretty like profane oh stuff. my god wow you know um i think it's like the first line of the movie has you know uh, something about cheese dicks in it um <laughs> which is fine <laughs> you know yeah. you're talking about war in vietnam but uh i remember that that reason i bring that up is because when i was the first time i saw it i was blown away by by <laughs> hearing that many f words and uh you know <laughs> yeah but yeah i'd recommend this movie yeah me too like i said before it's this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah, so everybody should watch this film, right. unless you're 11. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you're 15. Right. <laughs> You know, you don't have to be 18 to watch this movie. It's uh-huh. an R-rated movie. You don't have to wait that no, long. No. Okay. 15 should be fine. Just make sure that you understand, yeah. like, like what what the Vietnam War was, and have some idea of like how how uh, incomprehensible 
like just war itself is. Right, right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a heavy movie for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But if you think you're ready, go for it. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that about wraps things up. So, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to our show in iTunes. We're also on TuneIn Radio or Stitcher Radio. All the shows are on SoundCloud. Go there. It's all hosted there. Or go to our website, dudesonmovies.com. And you can find everything you want right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also ha- are on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, uh, just look for Dudes on Movies on either of those. And we have an email address, uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. And um, also, like, this was uh, the third in God our... God damn uh, it! In our, I just uh, remembered! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last time we said we wouldn't do this! I thought you had it written down, so I didn't say anything. No, Dave, uh, you gotta stop me, okay, man. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're right. Okay, <laughs> this was the third in our Dudes on Demand month. <laughs> Um, you know, which, which, in which, uh, we, we take it's war over here, man. Exactly. But this was, this was a, a recommendation <laughs> from Dave and Dave. They know who they are in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, thank you for this recommendation. Yes. Very much. Thank you for mm-hmm. me. Yes. I don't know when I would have seen this movie if you hadn't recommended it. Absolutely. And I am so grateful for that. <laughs> right. Um, but next week <laughs> we have a request from Brian and Amber in St. Louis. To do 1996's The Ghost and the Darkness, starring Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas, directed by Stephen Hopkins. (laughs) So, (laughs) tune in next week for that. And on behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.